attracting your ideal clients as a photographer could be very difficult and that could simply be because your ideal clients are confused about your identity as a photographer. Are you struggling with niching down or you're stuck in the web of being a jack of all trades? In today's episode, our guest Kojo Kwating shares some light on niching down as a photographer. He takes us through the how using his own experience and shares with us some key tips on having a niche as a photographer. It's time to define your identity. It's time to attract your ideal clients. Are you ready? Let's dive straight into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Kojo Kwasin. What would you say to someone that is now starting out? Should they start? Should they stop? Should they just respect themselves and be in their corners? <laughs> And focus on whatever they're doing with their lives because I mean, let me even frame the question this way. Being a creative is stressful, true of us. So if it's stressful, do you think anybody that is now starting out should re- re- like recognize the stress as something worth bearing or Charlie? You don't need no need to go and do what you want to do with your life and then just have a job. It's worth bearing when you have a direction. Mm. But if you are just coming because you just like the idea of having the camera, well, let's look at it. It depends on what you want to do. Do you just want to know how to take pictures or you are looking to monetize it? Mm. If you are looking at monetizing it, then get ready to stress yourself because <laughs> there's a long road ahead. So talking about monetizing it, do you work as a one-man band or you have like maybe, if let's say I want to book you today, I have to go through your PA. <laughs> or something like how how the, how do you work around so for now the structure is not set up entirely okay. but for now if you'd want to book me you'd send a message on our instagram and someone will get in touch with you via our whatsapp or you send us an email and a rep will get in touch with you as soon as possible Charlie, that's big man though. <laughs> that's nice that's nice so that means that you you have like other people who are also like working in the brand i'd say so that's great that's great you mentioned that if you have a direction and i think that really hits me what, what what would you say about that like if you have a direction like what do you mean by if you have a direction so what i mean is you need to have a reason mm-hmm. you want to do photography why do you like it's like, like it. oh me i just like it too <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've heard stuff like that oh me i just like cameras <laughs> oh if you'd want to do it as a hobby then that's entirely fine mm. but if you are looking to monetize it you have to have a direction. I want to do this aspect of photography or I want to do lifestyle and portrait photography. Okay, I want to do commercial photography or I want to shoot fashion. Once you have your niche down, you have to find people who are relevant in your space, like the people that are making it big and find access to someone that you look up to in that space. Such a person would serve as a guide and they'd go a very long way in shaping who you are and how you create as a photographer. No, that's great. That's great. So talking about niche, I think, I, would, I'm, I don't know if I'm right to say that you are um, more into the portrait niche. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know much about photography, but I know that there's events, there's portraits. What else? There's fashion. There's fashion. Yes, there's the commercial side to photography. There's the editorial aspect of the photography and I say lifestyle. There's also fine arts. There's concerts. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. So then looking at this like 
the fact that there's a lot of niches in photography, what's what influenced your the niche you chose? What influenced the niche yeah. I chose? Was it something that you decided that okay, I want to do this, or is something that maybe just came along the line? Starting out, I was surrounded by lifestyle and dominantly portrait photographers, so it was something that I grew into. Okay. This is what I see. So I was consciously being pushed in that direction. But coming up, I've also come to grow into the niche. So little by little, we are finding our way in it. So, I mean, if, if you had a, a choice or a chance to change from being a portrait photographer, which of the niches would have like settled for? Fashion. Fashion photography. Why fashion? I find it quite intriguing because you are able to have an idea and bring it to life and seeing your idea, seeing someone in your idea, I find that quite inspiring. Not fashion as in creating fashion designs, yeah. but being the one to capture the work of creatives. Yeah. So as a fashion photographer and an editorial photographer. So still still talking about niche photography. So if today someone comes to you with um, an event, like they want you to come and take pictures for an event, or maybe at least for okay, you didn't mention you didn't mention events. That means that you might not. It's not something that you are really, really thinking of entering into, like at least compared to fashion. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to you, maybe let me use an event for example. Maybe a niche that you're not really, really. It's not something that you really want to venture into. But how do you handle such things? Do you just take it or you tell them that no, we are noted for this? So like, how do you how do you handle such situations? I have experience in other niches, but. If it's something I see is out of hand, I'm not coming to use someone's project to do experiments. <laughs> so I'll direct you to someone who has better work experience when it comes to that niche. Okay. That's good. Then I, I think that's really good because I know, I mean, there are people that they want to do everything. Like, and sometimes when they, when they know that, oh, this one said I cannot do it, like, ah, no, I can't do it, then they'll go and do it and then it's become something else. So I think that's a very, a very good thing to do. So then talking about giving the work to other people, that should tell me that you have some sort of like a network of, of people who are not probably not even in your niche, but maybe who are in like other niches. Is that, is that so? Right. Yes, that's the case. Yes. Okay. So then how do you, how do you, how do you network? Let me see. Cause I, I wanted to ask a question before when we were talking about um, reaching out to like people that inspire you. And then being on their sets, and even if it, if it means carrying their lights and all that. So then I wanted to ask about that. That how do you get to such people? Because I think somebody posted something from Atukwe, and then the person tagged him. And so I'm like, hey, Charlie, let me, let me, let me just add, add, add him. So I added him, and I just texted him and I told him, oh, you're, Charlie, you're, you're working in spice and all that. But we didn't go anywhere with the conversation. How are you able to, like, relate to people like that? For me, personally, my experience is it's a very hard experience, and it's a lot. Because sometimes you don't even know what to say. If it's about questions, you don't even know what questions to ask them. And you don't also ask the questions in a way that it looks like you are being like, yeah. So like, how how do you go about such, such things? From my experience, it's best to DM them on Instagram. If you have some works on your page and you see that, okay, this person is into what you are doing, you comment on their photos, you send them a message that, oh, you've seen their work you really like what they are doing, if it's their style of lighting or how they color their images or you like their work, you message them that you really like their work and 
this is what you do and you'd be honored if you get the chance to have to learn from them or just work with them or watch them do it or ask them questions of how they do it or if they can spare their time to just answer some questions that you have and some photographers from my experience will be more than happy to answer you if they are not busy or if they see it on time yes that's great so that means that you even have to have questions to ask reach out to the photographer that you want to learn from that oh i like your work and i want an opportunity to learn from you some photographers will be more than happy to assist you okay that's good because i think for me maybe my, my problem was i didn't have quick questions to ask and i mean it'll be very very awkward from there to come and be saying good morning how are you good morning how are you <laughs> we, we, i'm not sure we'll get past that thing three times because if somebody even texting me like that and oh your ex inspiring and all that and then you come every day good morning good morning i'm like don't you have anything doing with your life like <laughs> is it only good morning good morning you can't be greeting every day yeah so that's good so then now that you have spoken about like people that inspire you how do you also now get in touch with people who are like like crazy that network where i mean something comes up and then it's not in your niche then you are able to like give it to somebody to do it luna ghanian travel photographer based in japan organizes a photo walk from time to time where you get to network with other creatives in your space even those who are not in your space so like you meet wedding photographers you meet a lot of photographers and through such events you get the opportunity to network with other creatives and also at events yes some people some of the people that i know i met at weddings some i met on campus during graduation shoots and we just happened to exchange instagram and this is how far we've come here one question that i wanted to ask right now is that as a photographer that has niched down to like majorly portraits photography what's what do you advise to people who are confused about niching down or doing everything because i think sometimes the thing with niching down is that it's like being a specialist in the hospital right the specialist doctors tend to earn more than the normal doctors and even tend to be more respected than the normal doctors and yet so that would like you you get more money from there Right. And that also means that you, you should be getting people who are willing to pay that more money. Because, I mean, my ex, my short experience with creativity or being a creative industry shows me that not everybody is willing to pay a lot of money, you know, for, for crafts. Some people feel like, like I said, that, oh, you're just doing this one, so just take some hundred and you know, Charlie, let's do the work. So then what would you advise to somebody who is confused? Because they are thinking about all these things. Hey, that means I must get somebody who should be able to pay. That means this, 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 this. Right. What would you advise somebody who is contemplating niching down or being a jack of all trades? To someone who is planning on niching down, I'd advise that that's the way to go. When you're a jack of all trades, as much as you have knowledge across diverse fields, people don't identify you for a particular way before because they see you all over the place. But when you niche down, people come to know you that, oh, you specialize in this kind of photography. So it commands a form of value that you are able to price on when and when you come in contact with the right clients that goes a long way so niching down i'd say is very important as a photographer so you wouldn't advise that if any work comes take it <laughs> no 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 not at all if it's in a field you are well versed in go for it but don't use someone's client's work to come and do experience. Yes, <laughs> I see. That's great. So, but how about people too who are thinking about the money? 
you know because maybe at a, at a, at a given time they they maybe don't have the money and they feel like oh Charlie somebody has texted me that they want this thing it's not something I'm really interested in but then you let me just do it for the money really advise such a thing you would end up not putting in your all and you just go at it because of the money at the end you might create images alright but whether you'd be satisfied with what you are doing mm -mm, I doubt so going at it because of the money is not something that I advise wow. if it works for you go for it it's not what i'd advise at all yes so it's more about the brand than the money yes like what people know you for that okay this person is a fashion photographer so let's do fashion this person said this let's do this when you establish yourself in a niche you are able to command the price mm. because you've built value for yourself this is what you are known for so people know that you have the experience you have you know the technical way around it so you know what is best to bring the concepts that they have to light and you provide them with the best service because it's a space you are well versed in so yes i like i like what you said that when, when you establish yourself you're able to command like the the price and all that that that's great and it's for what i've learned from because i'm, I'm actually also learning so what i learned from is that put put in the work to establish yourself because i mean it's not going to be easy establishing yourself like an authority in a particular niche but then if you're able to like put in the work I mean, like what you said, that there are times you go to people's sets. I mean, that's all work. That maybe you have to like sacrifice maybe things you could be doing. Like even right now that we are, we are recording right now, you are, there are things you are sacrificing to be here, yeah. you know. So sacrificing what you could be doing to go to those sets to, to film. Maybe they will not even pay you anything. And you know that maybe this, this project this person is doing is going to earn him so much money. But he'll finish and tell you, thank you, God bless you, you know. But, yeah. But all of those sacrifices are important to establish yourself so that you are able to now say that, okay, I've put in the work. Now I've been able to do this, achieve this. So now I'm telling you what I want you to give me. I mean, that's 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 a very great way. So I think niching down is, is the the best way for it. I mean, I've learned I've learned so much personally because I'm looking at things now from a very 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 different perspective now. You know. So let me ask now about like being a photographer. I know that there's nothing about photography that is cheap. Even the smallest thing which is the SD card, <laughs> has a very, very crazy price, you know. So how how do you go about, like, the expenses of being a photographer? Because I'm looking right now at, so this, this is like the scenario in my head right now. I want to do photography. Photography is very costly, right? Having your, at least, I, I, there's one thing that I, I really believe in that, even if I will not be able to have my own camera card, at least I should have my own card. So I want to buy a card, and I buy it for how much? How much does that like a card cost? A very good, a good card. Um, so, Sanders for 120 megabytes per second a card. 64 gig will be about 282 320 CDs, if no more. Yeah, 320 for a 64 gig card. So let's say roughly like 400 CDs for a card, and that's like starting price for anything good. <laughs> so I'm looking at 400 CDs for a card, mm -hmm. then all these equipment. So like. How do you go up? Because for you, for you, at least you said that your your dad gave you the, he, he gave you a camera, you know, to support. But how do you think a person that is starting out who does not really, really have the advantage of maybe a dad giving them like a camera and all those things. But then, because I'm looking right now at somebody who is comparing the cost of being a photographer to the money side too. Because right now you, you just said that it shouldn't be about the money. Going for the work and puts in their work yeah so how would they go around this because that thing is costly 
Now we have to get money to do it. Now the money that we are supposed to get to do it, you say we should not go for the money. <laughs> we should focus on on establishing ourselves. So how do you how do, how do you, what do you think the person can do to go around this? For starters, rental gear rental will be a way to go about it. And if you have friends that are photographers, not that you just know a photographer, if you have a friend who is a photographer who trusts you enough that you'd keep their gear well, such people would lend you their gear. And that's like, like you, you need it. Oh, yes. Because people are spot your stuff, eh? Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a story for another day. Yeah, but I, I, I think I've heard that from people, like, where people are like, oh, people have spot my stuff. Like, because someone even showed me something like that. I think they, I've forgotten what that thing is. But the I think the focus pull out something, something like that. The person puts it back and then the ring is not there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> People have to be able to trust that you take good care of the gear that they are giving to you, and you have to protect that gear because it costs a lot. <laughs> Where you don't have friends that will lend you their gear, then rental is the way to go. So there are various brands. Um, I'm aware of a few MCB. Yeah. Yes. MCB is the only one that I'm aware of at the moment. There's, there's Photochrome. Photochrome, yes. Yeah, and I've, I also know of Opus, but I've, I don't really know of. I've not really heard of them really, really with the rentals. I know they rent, but I've not really had people who rent from them. Okay. But for, for Photochrome, I know a lot of people who rent from Photochrome and from MCB too. Yeah. So have friends that can trust. <laughs> very important. Very, very important. What I think this let's just keep in a bit of advice for, for the people who come for things and, and then they spoil it. So what, what do you have to say to them? So, <laughs> <laughs> if you borrow equipment from someone and they trust you enough to give it to you, mm. take good care of it. That person has faith in you that you are going to return it in the same condition you took it. Protect it with your life if need be. Because a lot has gone into getting that equipment and you don't know what it serves that person. I mean, let's take it like a strobe, for instance. Mm. For someone that shoots portraits, it's very important to them. So you go and then you just spoil it or you misplace it. You've caused the person a lot of harm. Mm. So it's very important that you protect your, the, someone's gear when they entrust it into your hand. Yeah. Everybody should stop that thing because it's not good. Why, no, why would somebody give you something that... They've used hard any money to get, and then you are doing this thing. You are you just I I, I sometimes I, I just want to want to like see what goes through such people's minds. Cause like why would you, why would you do that? Like no, come and explain why why would you do that? <laughs> so then let me ask my last question, um, which is that you are doing excellent work while you are still young. Um, how I don't even know how to ask this question because asking this question. From someone that inspires me in some way. But first of all, why didn't you wait? Because I mean, the normal narrative, especially in our part of the world, is that big things are done by big people. And by big people, it's not even just about big people as like big, but it's like who are old. <laughs> the normal story is that, oh, go to school, finish their school, get a job, marry. Maybe by the time you have like one or two kids, they can buy one car, you know. Then maybe you can now start. To, but what's what inspires you to do all these things while you are? And do you ever feel like you are ahead of time or like you are not doing? Like you are not you are not. I said Oprah. Do you feel like Oprah? Never. Mm-mm. 
I'm going for what is coming to me. That's nice. What word do you have for anybody that is there thinking that? Uh, when I grow, I will do that thing, you know. Like right now that we are young, dear Charlie, what can we? Because what what is there for the? I mean, there's been so much in the. If you are in Ghana right now, if you talk to an average young person, the the first thing they mention is government. They are waiting for some government intervention from somewhere. They are going for protests and all that. I mean, I respect whatever they want to do with their lives, but then so many people feel like we are young to we are too young to achieve anything. And if the government is not helping us, we cannot get anything. What would you say to such a mindset? The earlier you start, the better. Mm. If you start early, you have longer time to achieve what you are looking out for and a longer time to enjoy what you are working for. Mm. So, the idea of sitting and having to wait for help from somewhere, no one is going to help you. You have to go after it. And... I mean, this is kind of somebody who's who's about in the camera. So if nobody's nobody's going to help you, understand? You have to put in the effort. Go after it yourself. When it starts paying off, they have to see that what you are doing is of importance, is of value. It's going to bring value. Before they would even consider pumping money into it or helping you if they have the resources to. Okay, that's great. That's great. So, what would be your last words to anybody out there, whoever I want to talk to at this point, if you want to preach to them, preach to them, whatever I want to say. So, if there's something you want to do, go for it. There's no better time to act at it. Oh, you are going to do it later on. Don't wait till later. Do it now. Do it while you still have the strength. to. And in whatever you find yourself doing, do it and do it well have a mentor humble yourself to learn from them and you'll go very far they'll point you in a direction where what they have experienced you are yet to experience it so what they will see from afar you might not see even if you are close to it so mentorship is very necessary and honor your mentors Mm. honor them and in all you do be grateful to god and acknowledge the presence of the creator in all you do mm. and you'd go far my name is kojo kwating i'm a ghana-based lifestyle and portrait photographer i've worked with quite a few brands i've worked with flux most of you know them as four lux i've worked with notable individuals and i'm glad to have had the experience of working with duarting photography so if you don't know duarting photography, duarting photography is a wedding and event photography business. So for all your weddings, corporate works, portraits, do reach out to them. They have you sorted. So it's on Instagram, it's at duarton, that's D-E-W-H-A-R-T-O-N dot photography. If you're also into real estate, give them a message send them a message if you need real estate promotion videos just reach out to them yes and my instagram is kojo kwating k-o-j-o-k-w-a-r-t-e-n-g underscore it's same on instagram twitter all socials yes thank you i mean this has been a very very inspiring one for me and i'm I'm personally going to listen to it so many times because i can't listen to this thing once and grasp everything 
there's so much she has shared you know so much she has shared uh, about the mental bit like a lot of things you know let's keep pushing it let's keep sharing it to people that that need to hear it i mean if you if you hear this and you have a photography friend or somebody that needs to hear this thing you can share to the person let them also listen to it let them also share to other people thank you so much for listening to today's episode we hope you are inspired by the thoughts shared by kojo kwating and by now you know what to do as regards to niching down as a photographer We'll be glad to hear your thoughts on today's episode, especially as to whether you'd prefer staying a jack of all trades or rather find a niche after listening to Kojo Kwating on niching down as a photographer. Kindly send us a DM on Instagram at the creativevision underscore podcast and we'll be super glad to hear from you. We are super excited to have completed January with you. See you next week Friday as we come your way with another inspiring episode. This has been and continues to be the Creative Vision Podcast. And I am Kaleb Akotobanfo, your host. Thank you so much and see you in the next episode. Bye.